the silver mines There's a kind-hearted woman She's looking so fine Always taking care of her community Bringing folks together is her cup of tea She's out on the road and all over the web With a big smiling heart It's about town, Deb And welcome to this episode of City Talk. I'm About Town Deb, Debbie McCarthy, your host. And do I get Christian this week? I do. Yes. So Christian, he's usually behind the scenes. And I don't know, you better make sure we can see him at some point or I'm not going to be happy. But the best guest today is amazing Lacey J. Dalton, all-time country Hall of Famer and my friend. (laughs) Welcome. Hello, my dear friend. Thank I'm you so for, excited to have you, you for sharing. Here. Oh, I'm and thrilled to be You know here. what? I'm going to do our thank yous in a minute because I just remembered this is why this is even better oh. that you're here oh. this week. Okay. Because I'm going to Palm Desert to celebrate um, Grandma B's birthday. And if you've been listening, you know that her twin sister, Aunt Glenda, is now watching down. It's her first birthday without Aunt Glenda. And you were so gracious. We were at some event and it was my aunt's for Christmas. You, I got on the phone and called Aunt Glenda and you actually talked to her because she has a signed autograph photo of you in her den, like from a long time ago. You are one of her biggest fans. So Aunt Glenda, this week, your birthday week, <laughs> Lacey J. Dalton is right here. Happy birthday to you. Aww. Happy gonna- birthday to you. Oh. Happy birthday now, an angel, Glenda. <laughs> Happy oh. birthday to you for me and Debbie. You know what? That's That will be Grandma B's birthday present. All right. Oh, and you. Grandma B is having a birthday. Yeah, because they're twins. Oh. Well, so I'm going. So, and this, Happy birthday to oh, you. Oh, but it's her birthday. Happy birthday to <laughs> you. Happy birthday, Grandma, Grandma B. B. I also had a Grandma B. Oh, I, oh she's going to be so happy when yeah. she sees this. <laughs> well, happy birthday, oh, Grandma B. Awesome. Many happy returns. See how I never planned this it just happened i just knew that i knew this was special but i do want to thank my sponsors because <laughs> without them i wouldn't be here so we want to thank crystal basin sellers um out of camino and thank you i have a new white um sauvignon blanc to oh. go with my red blend leslie so my manager i'm gonna i am gonna be sending some white ones out because we <laughs> just got them and we also have wild river grill have you been to Walter wild river grill and oh Nina, have, have i ever many you, many times. i know and there's a lot of, they have music in the summer every night seven days a week in the evenings there's music and it's all wow. local that's and they have a great happy hour too, just by the way. And you know Kim Surratt, Surratt Law. I'm sure she used to be have a show with Eddie. I so have met Kim. I don't. Oh, she's we're not. Ama- you know, oh, right. But she's incredible. She's yeah. been my sponsor since the beginning. Wow. And thanks, we have Kim. Christian over here. Um, Christian Phoenix. He has a new production company. You always hear me say thank you to Phoenix Media. But let me see. I'm not going to look at my notes. It is Angel Phoenix Productions. I got. I never get it right, Christian. What a great isn't that? You appreciate that because you're very spiritual. (laughs) No, you are. Thank you, but uh, that is really a wonderful thing. The phoenix uh, rising, the bird who rose, was was killed and died and rose from its own ashes. So, uh, if at first you don't succeed, you can just keep trying because uh, the phoenix does that. I've always, uh, I've always thought the phoenix was. 
a bird that I appreciated very much because I have four or five planets in Scorpio, though I'm not a Scorpio. And Mm. um, I always thought that helped me come back from, you know, in our lives, we have these huge highs and these low lows and big highs. And we have to learn how to endure through them. But I was always very glad for that phoenix energy to be able oh. to to bring myself back from my own ashes. And I think you have oh. chosen a beautiful name, and I wish you every success. Awesome. So the next thing we do with the show is we say, how was your week? So did you have anything exciting that's happened? I think you had your past few weeks. You were entertaining quite a bit. Tell we, me about that. Uh, we've been entertaining. When I, when I came back from, we did a little run this summer out to uh, Wyoming and Colorado and uh, oh. Montana. And on the way home, of course, I decided to have covid uh, in the car for an eight-hour oh, trip so you were six- like so did you, did you just camp out in the car for days actually i was like typhoid <laughs> i was like typhoid lacy i don't oh know my how gosh. my manager leslie and my company is still open i don't know how they didn't get covid but i got it so but i've been stabbed and jabbed and and i it was really pretty mild actually it was like a kind of like a flu or a cold no we're glad it was bad. mild for you yes i'm, I'm some really some people grateful. it hasn't been mild and we're sorry if you're one of those people oh. but we're very grateful that yours was mild it was it, and i was and i'm very sorry for the people who are having a hard yeah. time with it yeah uh but i didn't and um so, so where i'm did you, back where so have I came, you been in our area i came back and i couldn't do anything for a while but <laughs> we just played down at the uh historic dangberg ranch down well, wait, at, wait what's that they it's this incredible. It's not Bartley. That's a different. You played no, at Bartley too, right? I did play at Bartley. So just what's recently. the other one's name again? The first, uh, the first place we played when we came home was Dangberg Ranch, and that's Dangberg. down below Minden. Okay. And it's uh, off on Highway 88. It. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful venue. You're in this beautiful mm. valley underneath oh. Job's Peak. <gasps> And they have, it's just, it's a, an historical ranch. And so like they um, they put up a tent and they put have a wonderful sound system and a stage. And it's a great place to come and see music. So we had a blast doing that. And then I was so honored because I got to be, uh, I got to sing with the Reno Pops Orchestra. Oh, I love that. It was so cool. David Bugley, who is uh-huh. a local composer years ago, took some of my songs and did uh, <gasps> like scores a, for them. Oh. And so we had them. And Jane Brown, who is maestro of the, oh. she is the most <laughs> incredible. I, I, think, I think we talked about her my last show and I was like, I could not stop singing her praises. Oh, you, you must have her on the show. She I is the most the lovely, yes. wonderful person. One of the finest people I have ever worked with. And the Reno Pops were great. They were so fun to work with. And we had a great show at Hawkins Amphitheater. Awesome. So now uh, I am back at home yes. and I am writing. I'm writing a new, a whole new project called For the Black Sheep. And uh, we can talk about that. We will talk about that. Man, yeah, a lot going on. Christian, what about you? Oh man, I know it's almost that time. I will, I will say though, because we have a few moments that um, last Wednesday was my wine launch at the shore at the the shore inside the Renaissance in Reno downtown. Wow, and we had a great turnout, and the wine was a hit. So I want to thank the shore and also Crystal Basin. And then we're gonna take our first break, and I'll be right back. It's about town, Deb. See you. Hang tight. Now more than ever, family matters, and Surratt Law Practice has your family in mind. 
Kimberly Surratt and her team have been helping maintain healthy families through their holistic approach to adoption and surrogacy, child custody, estate planning, and more for over 13 years. Your family law concerns are in caring hands with Surratt Law. Schedule your private consultation with a compassionate Surratt Law practice team member today by calling 775-636-8200 or visiting lawyersforfamilies.com. Surratt Law, where family matters. She's out on the road and all over the web with a big smiling heart. It's about town, Deb. My town, your town, or any town, this is About Town Deb presents City Talk. Now back to the show. And welcome back to City Talk. I'm your host, Debbie McCarthy, About Town Deb. I forgot to mention, I'm at the most amazing new studio with Christian. Hello. Here. I'm going to let you say, where are we? Because I, I did get it right the last, I did say it at the beginning, but I want you to say it all bold and Christian-y, manly. <laughs> we are at Musician Rehearsal Center in Sparks, just off of uh, Glendale and McCarran. It is, oh, we're right across from Roundabout Catering. Yes. So that's even better if I get hungry. Ooh. Maybe I could say, Colin, Mary Beth, <laughs> throw me a bite of something. No, they're amazing. It's a great partnership for you guys to be across the street from them. And I'm telling you, the stu- you now, Lacey J, as a professional musician, all-time, lifetime, amazing musician, how did you, what, you got to see it. So you may have been here before, you think, though, we too. Got, we, got, I th- we got to rehearse here before. Yeah. Uh, I had a bunch of people in town um, to do a show, a big show. At the Grand Sierra, and was was wonderful. We had, oh, well, who all did we have? We had David Frizzell, and we had a uh, Paulette Carlson from Highway One Hundred One, and we had, um, well, who else was with us? Was it just the three of us? But it seemed yeah. like we had a lot of people on stage. Well, of course, because we had a pretty big, pretty big band, but we had a great time over there. But we came over here to rehearse. And it was really, a, it's a wonderful space. I'm so glad you have it, Christian. Well, I wish it. you, I know I know that people are going to start coming here a oh, lot they are. to rehearse. Because it's, <laughs> first of all, it's cool. Right now, it must be 100 degrees in the shade and outside. And it's nice in here. And it's really nice in we here. We value the AC for sure. <laughs> yeah, great parking. And you guys yeah. are doing an amazing yeah. job with well, all the, the redos and the decorations. I don't want to say decorations. I don't know. It's a girly thing. Remodeling. Remodeling. That's yeah. uh, Debbie Talk is decorations. Full so, stage. Full monitor stage. System, I know. And, so. and a screen behind the stage. So you can actually oh, show that is right. stuff behind the behind yeah. rehearsal. And eventually, band. where we're sitting now, we have, we're going to have a whole new set. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. She's it's so taken, excited. It's taken a lot of years for me to get. So Lacey J has been a part of my journey for many years. So today you're not on just as Lacey J, the amazing hero, rock star leader. You're <laughs> a friend. So I want to say thank you. That's way more important than all the awards. Oh, and you know what? Right back at you. I know. I'm, I'm so, so happy. happy for you. I'm so yeah. happy for your new special. I know. We're well, excited. Thank you. So I'm. We're going to dive into um, the history of Lacey J. But before oh, I... Oh, dear God. Do you have three I days? I do. <laughs> well, I don't know. She's got some stories she maybe will share. Some maybe she can't share. I don't know. You, Christian, you've been on a few sets where Lacey's been interviewed. You might be able to sneak a few stories out. We're not on radio, so uh, anything goes. Anything goes. Okay. Degree. Well, there is a quote from well, Willie we Nelson. we probably don't want to say the F word, okay? But, no, but probably can. That you, probably you would fudge. not be. <laughs> oh, good. We'll keep it PG-13. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, you know what? I'm going to I'm not gonna worry about my stuff till the end. So I'll talk about it. So, Lacey J, I would love you to share a little bit. I know before I go on the, into the awards, I really, and I know you're asked this all the time. I'm just going to do a little twist on it. Everybody wants to know how you got where you got. 
well, you work hard and you're amazing and that. But I want to know when you were younger, first of all, did you have um, a crush when you were younger, when you're, you know, listening to all the songs? I had Donny Osmond. Did you have a crush or who and then who inspired you to get into the music industry? Well, you know, I, I was raised in a country music family. Well, there you go. However, when I came of age... Of age. <laughs> and started writing my own music and, and doing my own music, I broke my father's heart totally. Why? Because I had fallen in love with the music of people like Bob Dylan and Tom Oh, he Brush. didn't want you. He wanted and you to be... He wanted me to his? be country. Well, you are country. And, well, I kind of am country. How can you not be country when that's what you come from? I know. But I had fallen in love with people like Janis Joplin Ooh. and, you know, uh, the Jefferson Airplane, Jefferson Starship, and a lot of roots musicians. Um, so when you say roots mu musicians, what do you mean by that? Well, I mean people like Lead Belly. I mean, people like Robert Johnson. I mean, people, I know who Robert Johnson is. And later on, more citified people like Kerner Ray and Glover. I mean, in the long history, I had a friend who was a record collector. And I had a boyfriend who was Ooh. older than I was. Was he one of your first boyfriends? He Not the record collector. Oh. No, no James would not have been. No, okay. I don't think James washed his hair probably uh, maybe once a year if it needed it or not. He lived in his mother's basement. Okay. We don't but he was an incredible boy. musical person. And I had this boyfriend who was a little older than I. And he was a merchant marine and a very fine musician. He played banjo at that time, and he played wow. um, he played harmonica. But he was a musician's musician. He really knew about roots music, and they literally sat me down and educated me. And for hours, we would listen to uh, very old recordings from the twenties and the thirties and the forties. You know, two poor boys, which were two black men singing blues in harmony. I've never heard it since. I heard a song um, from another friend who is also a record collector and the person who taught me to, how to write songs, Fred Kohler out in Nashville. Fred um, had a song that he played for me that was the scariest song I've ever heard, and I want to find it, and I think I'd like to do it. It's <laughs> Christian called, might be able to find it for you. Well, it's very obscure. Okay. It's called Jezebel. Okay. And there are a million versions of that of a song Jezebel, but this was by four black men, and they, didn't, they did it uh, just a cappella. You know, uh, Jezebel, 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 Jezebel. <laughs> well, God's going to number that. God's going to number that. Number your days. And there's a line in it goes in your And her flesh was too filthy for the dogs to Ooh. eat. Jezebel. <laughs> but it's powerful. It's the scariest thing. When I heard it, it made the hair stand up. Ooh. And you're pretty intuitive. Uh spirits and stuff, well i so. think we i think we all we are. all are. no i get goosebumps when i feel things are like a little bit off when we hear when we hear powerful uh yeah spirit powerfully in anybody in anybody singing you know it can make our uh can our hair stand up and yeah. it's a beautiful it's a beautiful experience really so who that who is your who was your first crush and i would probably have to say who i really fell yeah. in love with because back then it was the vietnam war oh and Bob Dylan Bob was Dylan. speaking to the abomination that that was. And he was, you know, he was saying things like, you know, come you masters of war, you who build the big guns, you who build the jet planes, you know, you know, there's one thing I know, though I'm younger than you, even Jesus would never forgive what you do. And he was, wow. he was speaking to how I felt about those things at that time. And a whole generation of us felt that way. Yeah. Say what you will about his 
singing ability. He was a very powerful writer, lyricist, uh, musician that obviously he did a lot of songwriting for a lot of different artists, but uh, you know, he could speak to anybody. The first, the first song I ever recorded was a song that Bob Dylan wrote, and I've never re-recorded it. What, what is it? It was called I Threw It All Away. Oh, it's so a, can, it's you, a beautiful can I get a song. little video of you singing just a little bit of it? Just for my prelims? Go ahead. Once I had mountains in the palm of my hand, rivers that ran through every day. I must have been mad. I never knew what I had till I threw it all away. Till I threw it all away. Beautiful. That's beautiful great. Beautiful song. And good good advice that it says, yeah. you know, uh, if you find someone who will give you all of his love, take it to your heart. Don't let it stray. Um, because one thing's for certain, you will surely be hurting if you throw it all away. If you throw it all away. It's a wow. powerful. That's very powerful. Powerful song. Whew, that was. I've never re-recorded it because I Ooh. never want to do that. I never want to. I don't. You know, sometimes I songs can be self-fulfilling prophecies. Ooh. So. So we'd be like manifesting it in a sense. Oh, I don't like, want to. No, our that's word, what I mean. Our I, word is so powerful. Is right? it more of a just a statement in time of where you were, and mm -hmm. you want to look back on it fondly as opposed to try and yeah. recreate? I that? have done that. I have had true love that I didn't. I wasn't grown up enough or mature enough to appreciate i think we've and, all had that yeah. at some point yeah. and then we don't realize it till it's too late and then you know but it's a good lesson i mean it is the lesson i think of life is you know if you find someone who will give you all all his love and take it to your heart don't let it stray wow how are you feeling, Kristen? I'm kind of like overwhelmed right now. I'm feeling good. No, I'm yeah. feeling good. But it's so I'm so just blessed to have you share your wisdom with us. You know, it's important. I think we all need to sit back and listen more than talk. Well, and I think music as a whole is the perfect conduit for emotion, and and you know, it's what drives a lot of people to create or to do something or just to express how they're feeling, even though the lyrics may not be specifically to whatever it's talking about, they find their own meaning in it. Yeah. I think some of the best songs let you do that. You know, mm. they let you uh, kind of create your own story within them. I think Poncho and Lefty is a perfect example of that because the uh, Towns Van Zandt, when he wrote that huge hit, um, for the highwayman, he let. There were a lot of holes in that. You could kind of create your own Western story around Poncho and Lefty. And what we were talking about just now brings me to the project that I'm working on right now, which is called For the Black Sheep. And that's uh, the music is for people who have not found what they are looking for oh. in organized religions. They haven't. They haven't found it, and they may have not found anything. They may not believe in any kind of higher power at all. And there are a lot of kids and there are a lot of older people, a lot of people out there who simply don't have that. Uh, they don't have what that is. So this isn't really a religious thing. Um, it's about finding your inner self. It's kind of about, self? it's kind of about, um, you know, uh, what I have a song called The Devil by a Different Name. And it goes, it starts out with another verse, but it, there's a verse that says, Call me left wing, call me right. 
We are split right down the middle in this fight. Divided we fall. That rule don't change. It's just the devil by a different name, boys. The devil by a different name. And it addresses all kinds of things. Well, with that, we're going to take our first break. Oh, okay. second break. Second oh, my gosh. <laughs> we're so almost finished. It's about time to have a city talk. We'll be oh. right back. Come on, let's have some fun with About Town Deb. My town, your town, or any town, this is About Town Deb presents City Talk. Now, back to the show. And things are all changing. The world's rearranging. Time that will soon be no more. So where has a slow once quick draw outlaw, got to go. The whiskey that once settled the dust tasted so fine. Now tastes so pain. Wow, welcome back. About Town Dub with Lacey J. Dalton and Christian. What do you think about that, Christian? Was that Willie Nelson? Uh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Lacey J, what was that song and what was it like to just be around Willie Nelson? Oh, before that, though, I'm going to do a quote. If you re- This is from Willie. If you really want to get along with somebody, let them be themselves. And you do that with everybody. And that's why I felt I wanted to share that. Oh, well, that is a very lovely that is it reminds a, me of you. That is a really nice. Well, I would say have to say well, ditto. No, but we've had conversations on the phone and she's like, take a breath. And she gives me all this wisdom. And so I appreciate those phone calls. I wanted you to know that I appreciated those. So that's why I picked it. So tell me about this one song. Tell me about the song and how it was. Well, it Skip was. Skip it over to you now. It was really great. Um, it was at a time um, because I was signed to CBS Records in 1979 as an outlaw artist. An outlaw artist. As an outlaw, because... Did you pack a gun? Well, kind of. Ooh, kinda. heavy boot. We had... <laughs> I was signed on the strength of a song called Crazy Blue Eyes, which had a very Ooh. different attitude for women than had been heard in country music at that time. And it was a very big hit. It was on permanent rotation in most radio stations for years and years. Wow. And I wrote it. I had written it with my longest friend. We had been friends since seven years old. Oh. And I don't even want to tell you how long that's been. We're still best friends all these years later. And um, that song started off uh, a career that was called an outlaw career. And that allowed me to do something that a lot of us girls didn't get to do. I got to open for a lot of the outlaws for long periods of time to open their shows. People like Willie Nelson and Merle Haggard. And I got to, uh, I even got to play David Allen Coe's wife in a movie called Take This Job and Shove It. <laughs> oh, how fun. Which was ridiculous. We were like Mutt and Jeff. But the song with <laughs> Willie came, uh, I have a good friend down in Texas. His name is uh, Tom Metcalf. And Tom is a very special kind of a person. He's Native American. And uh, he said to me, he said, showed me this song called Slow Moving Outlaw. He says, you need to do this song. I said, yeah, I do. I love it. And he said, no, you need to do it with Willie. And I said, well, you know, I work with Willie, but we're not like, you know, I don't hang out and we're, you know, we're not best friends or anything. But um, he said, no, he said, you need to do it with Willie. So uh, he got Willie's sister 
to show Willie the song, and that's how it happened. Willie said, yes, I will sing the song with her, and I was the sole woman on his Half Nelson album, which went platinum, and we just got a beautiful platinum record for her. I was just going to ask about that, you know, and it's... Uh, platinum is how many records sold? You know, it's, I don't know. It's millions. It's a lot. <laughs> it's millions and millions yeah. and millions. It's probably 100 million or something. It's, it's more than I can even count or conceive of. You know, it's funny. Nobody's ever asked me that before. I really need to find the answer to it. <laughs> well, and back then, you know, it was even more important than today with, you know, digital and streaming and, and all of that. Selling records was a huge deal. And so uh, earning a platinum is, is absolutely massive. Now, where do you have that platinum? Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? It, uh, because of a, a, a record company we're involved with called Red Giant, um, it was they sent a copy of it. It's at my house. You know, it's at my house. We actually took it. I took it to the TV station here because yeah. I was so proud to have it. Of course. Do you know what's really cool about it? The other people who are on it besides Willie are people like Ray Charles and Neil Young and Carlos Santana oh my and Julio Iglesias. I mean, all these um, George Jones, all these amazing people are on it. And that was so very, very important to me to be the sole woman on it, not because it was me, but because there was kind of a glass ceiling in Nashville. And there were some of us, you know, Roseanne Cash and I and Gail Davies. Wow. We were people. Dolly, of course. Dolly was the main, I think Dolly was probably the oh, main just, breaker of the glass ceiling I ever. I just got goosebumps when you said that. But, but to be part of that, to be part of that, to be, I'm very supportive of women. Um, you know, I'm, I'm uh, very unhappy about certain things that have just changed recently yeah. with the Supreme Court. I think, it, I think that's a, a very bad trend uh to take away people's personal yeah. liberties and i and i will be writing about that sort of thing and i do write about that sort of thing i'm not very political on stage though because i don't think people come to see me to hear me be political so i will do that on social media but i probably won't do that live that's awesome yeah and you know breaking that glass ceiling you know especially in country music i would assume it was for the longest time a, a good old boys club and and you know, getting in as a female is probably harder than any other style of music that's out there. I think it was, but there was a, there was a prevailing myth at the time that women don't put butts in seats. That we couldn't do that. Look at look at it now. <laughs> but it's not true, and we've proved that it isn't true. And um, I think some of the great uh, female performers now are are even better. They're even better than they ever were. I mean, women have to. We have to work harder to get where we're going. That's totally just a agree. fact. And um, and then we usually get paid less when we get there. So that's well, <laughs> speaking about women getting where they're going, fortieth anniversary for you, correct? Yes, of 16th How, Avenue, yeah. Can you imagine? That's like pretty darn good. So talk a little bit about that. It is. But, you know, I have to tell you this. You know, when you're young, like you guys are, oh. you, people like me always say, you know, it just goes so fast. Yeah. Time goes fast. And it speeds up as you get older. Well, that really, I used to think people were so stupid when they said, why do old people say that? Why do they always <laughs> say that? Now I know, because that's how it feels like. 40 years ago seems like, um, you know, maybe maybe 10 years ago. I any, Anything in the past for me is like in jello. It's, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, it's, I, I have no idea when it is. I wonder in, you know, when we leave the body, I wonder if, if time is actually linear or if everything's kind of happening all at once. 
I don't, hmm. it'll be fun to find out. <laughs> I have another question. So your Lacey J. Dalton is more like your stage name, correct? It, it is an entirely uh, fictional name. <laughs> I know because I was looking and it's Jill Lynn By Byram. Byram. Was my, was my maiden name. Wow. But then I married uh, Aaron Anderson and I would have been Jill Lynn Anderson and that wouldn't work. And so then, how'd you come up with Lacey J. Dalton? I was, I was forced to. Uh, my producers in Nashville said, you're an outlaw. Jill, you can be Jill something, but you know, oh, it does sound like nobody it. can remember my name by that time. I had married John Croston, oh, okay. and my name was Jill Croston. And I said, that does not sound like an outlaw name. Find an outlaw name. Lacey J. Dalton. So that is uh, totally. it took a while. It was a big fight, actually, because I thought, okay, I don't have blonde hair. I don't have big boobs. Now they're making me change my name. That you know. How did you feel about that? I didn't feel very good about it, but it was that. wise. It was smart. And I finally, at some point, figured out that my producer, who was the biggest thing in show business back there, mm -hmm. he did Ray Charles. He did wow. discover George Jones and Tammy Wynette and, you know, probably half the people, Charlie Rich and, and David Allen Coe. And I, I, I can't even tell you. He produced everybody. And he was the biggest thing in show business. And I figured he probably knew a little bit more about selling records than the hillbilly from Pennsylvania. And most so, of the people you just mentioned – Probably not their given names either. Oh, probably not. Huh? <laughs> I don't know. Actually, I oh. know some. I know some people have different names that they were born with, but uh, some of them, you know, I don't think Kathy Matea changed her name. Uh, I don't think. Uh, I don't know if Juice Newton. I think Juice Newton was Juice Newton, but she was Juice <laughs> well, Newton. You think that she, was her real name? Well, when she was a <laughs> when she was a folk singer years ago, when I knew her back then, she was Juice Newton back then. So it was probably her family name. They probably called her Juice. Well, since we're talking about women in the industry, so what was one of the most um, supportive other women singers to support you and help you on your journey? I, you know, it's hard to single or, it's hard to single out any one of or them. Just a couple of them. I, really I have to tell you, side. Dolly Parton oh. was always she is just exactly how you think she is. She is just that person who just you think she is. Around. She really is that person. And her, uh, man, her, the person who managed her affairs for 21 years was one of my best friends. And so uh, Dolly was, is always supportive of, of most people. And Tammy Wynette was Aww. incredible to me. I'll never forget when I was first in Nashville. Nobody knew who I was here, this plain little hillbilly from Pennsylvania. And I remember – and. Here Tammy is, and Tammy must have been 5'9 or something. She's a tall woman and very, you know, beautiful and blonde, and she was everything that you were supposed to be when you were a country singer. And I remember when I would be in the office and they'd be taking pictures, Tammy would say, and come here, Lacey, you get in this picture with me. Oh. She always did that, even though I was nobody and nothing. And she was always supportive and kind to me. So, you know, those two really stand out, you know, and um, and many others, really. There were a lot of great women, a lot of great women at the record companies who were very supportive. Oh. Kristen, can you top that question? Actually, I do have a question yeah. in mind, right, but I think gonna it's going to be a little bit longer than oh the gosh, 50 so seconds we have left. taking our <laughs> final break, and we have another announcement because you have another award that we're gonna chat about because you are our amazing BCJ Dalton <laughs> from Pen what, Pennsylvania. Well, I'm Northeastern Pennsylvania. Northeastern Pennsylvania. Is where I was born. So um, we're gonna take our final break. We'll be back, so stay tuned.
ready to help from her toes to her head just give her a shout call about town deb my town your town or any town this is about town deb presents city talk now back to the show and welcome back to city talk i'm about town deb debbie mccarthy i am at the mrc in sparks nevada with christian phoenix he's one of the partners and he's my engineer and my friend and of course lacy j dalton her hello that can't even be any better to be here with lacy so thank you <laughs> i'll be here this, with you guys is a blast it's really cool because i've been on many sets with you when i've been not the interviewer i've been doing all the other stuff so it's nice to get a one-on-one where i get to be the sassy one you know what's really fun because we've had so many t- good talks. Yes, we've had lots of when, lots of good talks. When we, when I was over at the radio station and you were there all the time, I did a show over at uh, America uh, Matters. America Matters for uh, six wild, or seven yeah, years for the, for the wild, wild horses. horses, and we ran into each other. That's where we all met. So I have to yeah. also tell you, one Fourth of July, we were um, at Winoma Winoma Ranch, and Papa was there. I have photos of Lacey J hugging Papa, and there was a donkey involved, and there's roosters <laughs> out there. But you were always so kind to Papa Tony. So, well, you, you were the best daughter I ever <laughs> knew. I just never saw anyone take care of, of well, that's their what you do. dad the that's way you, you took care of Papa. That's what you do. That's it's what well, what's not what everybody does, well, but it's what you did, and well, it was you did you. it pretty up and walking well. Oh, thank you. I'm going to turn it over to Christian now. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we need way more than an hour with Lacey. We do. Get all the stories in. and and, She's coming back. But uh, in the last break, you were talking about uh, people who have taken you under the wing. Oh. I assume that you've kind of paid it forward. Are there any um, artists that stand out that you've taken under your wing to help push forward, promote, and help them rise beyond even <laughs> what you could imagine. Well, there are there are people that I have helped um, in that way. Um, but I don't think, you know, none of them are famous. A lot of times um, I will take someone under my wing who just doesn't have a clue about how to start, just as I did not have a clue about how to start. And I will tell them, don't worry about getting a record deal right now. What you need to do is go out and you need to make some little CD or something or some recording of what you do. And you need to promote that at your shows. And at your shows, you need to put a little piece of paper or something on the table and say, if you'd like to hear my new songs, please contact me at this address. That is what John Prine did. John Prine had 100,000 people who wanted to hear any record that he made from the time he was a young folk singer. Whoever's idea that was, that was the perfect idea because by the time you get then to the record company where you have, maybe you've got, they're selling 500,000 and then they become interested and they come and offer you a record deal, which normally, if you're like me, is some awful thing where you have to give up half your publishing and you don't make any money and and you're broke for years and years and you have huge expenses with buses and bands and crews and, uh, you know, it can be a nightmare. A lot of uh, the young people in Nashville now will go to uh, Bel- uh, Belmont University and they will get a degree in music mm-hmm. and they will be mu- they will have a business uh, education before they go- get into music. Then they will have big backers that uh, have 100 or 200, 300, 500 thousand dollars behind them before they ever start. But if you don't have that and you don't have the money to go 
back and go to college or go online and learn about the music business, which is so boring and horrible. <laughs> I could never do it. But anyway, um, the if if you're going to start, start grassroots. Get your following and, and provide your following with your material. Pretty soon, you, A, never will need a record company because oh. you don't anymore. And they are usurious things. They have wonderful – I would never be where I am today if I had not had a record deal. And the reason for that is the promotion that CBS Records put behind me when I was very – their very first uh, – when I first got signed has supported me this far into my life, late into life. Wow. And I've been very blessed to still be able to have my voice is still whatever it was. And and I'm I'm very grateful for that. That doesn't always happen. But um these young people, uh, that is always my advice. Start locally, make your own records, develop your own following. And if you get 500,000 people who are going to pay 20 bucks for your uh, whatever your project is, or yeah. even a dollar, you'll have $500,000. Yep. Wow. So, you know, don't be chasing after a record company. Let them chase after you. And when they come to you, you'll know exactly what it takes. You'll know exactly what they're going to do for you and how to make it work. And then get yourself a seven hundred dollar uh, <laughs> lawyer, which, by the way, I did. Which, by the way, doesn't necessarily work. So. No, no, and it's great advice. It's easier now for young artists to get out there to get their music out there. Obviously, digital streaming, YouTube, you name it. Um, one of the things that we offer here at Musician Rehearsal Center is artist development, and Ooh. so we help them record demos and EPs and music videos and live performances and put together electronic press kits to arm them with everything they need to go out there and wow. make it their own, on their own. That is that is great. And I hope, I will not ask you what it costs, but I hope that it's affordable because a lot of times young artists, they're not after money. They're, that's not what motivates artists. What motivates artists is spirit. Yeah. And a lot of times they're they may be a little bit ne'er do well. They may work in a pizza parlor or something. They don't have a lot of money to do these things. But now you don't. If they're good on the computer, which I also am not very good at all, um, the uh, you really that's the way to do it. But I'm glad that you're offering that here for people. And artist development is not something that record companies do anymore. If you don't make it in your first one or two. Uh, projects yeah. there you are with a hundred and fifty or two hundred thousand dollar tour bus <laughs> and a five-piece band and all these expenses and you go back to indiana and have to go bankrupt yeah i think it's awful that record companies don't do that anymore but people like you are and that i i wish you every success i appreciate it we're all about creator controlled around yeah. here yeah well all you right. know our time is just whizzing by i cannot believe <laughs> like this. i told you it does now lifetime achievement award you got it's the josie music award i'm i'm really excited so let's about talk because i, I want to make sure you get that in and then if we don't get to everything else we'll have you back so <laughs> right. talk about that well the josie awards it was a complete surprise to me i uh, have been trying to break into independent music because that's what i am now i'm an independent artist 
And we had some very good success with a 13-year-old CD that I made <laughs> in 2019 was declared by uh, Strictly Country Magazine and the Spirit Awards as the CD, Independent CD of the Year. And one of the songs was, uh, we got this uh, very prestigious award for musical excellence. And one of the songs was called The Best Written Song of 2019, wow. even though it was 13 years old. So we had that. But independent music has been very resistant to me because they think, well, that's Lacey J. Dolan, wasn't she? Well, some old country singer. They don't know that I do independent music. But the mm -hmm. Josie Awards somehow did. And that's the largest independent uh, music award show in the country. Uh, three or 4,000 people go to their big show every year. I'm going to get to be on the show this Is year. Is that in October? It's oh. It's actually, I have it right yeah, here. Yeah, because I... Um, it is October 23rd at and, the Grand Ole Opry. Oh, my God. And so we will. And that's, I better get my Southwest words up and going. Oh. I would love to be there. I, I mean, that would be like, wow, that, that would be a lifetime achievement for me. Well, I'll tell you, it, it was it blew <laughs> me away. And it was finally independent music saying, oh, oh. Oh, you do independent music too. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> you, you didn't just do that country music. And people, uh, many people have thought that I, I'm deceased, you know, because what? when you're not on the big, when you're not on the big screen, you're not on the TV and you don't live in Nashville and you can't be on those Nashville TV okay. shows a lot. People don't know what happened to you. What happened to you? And why did you stop singing? But you never did. I never have. I've You're worked my singing. whole time. I took a, a page from Willie Nelson. When Willie Nelson was uh, getting a door shut in his face in Nashville, he went back to Texas, pulled back into his home territory, simply worked Texas and Louisiana and, and, and kept his expenses down and was able to write and able to become Willie Nelson. So I thought, okay, I'm going to take a page from that book. I don't know if I, you know, uh, will ever achieve that kind of success. Um, but the fact is, um, he did, and it was a, it's a thing you can do. Like you can just pull back to where your strength is, and um, and and develop whatever artistic things you you have in you that haven't been expressed. Well, I'd certainly say a lifetime achievement award is uh, a, a level of success that most yeah. people aspire to. <laughs> well, so, I'm, yeah, I'm thrilled because it's independent music. That's you know, even it's, better. It's it's not just the country music, but it, yeah. it's it's a whole other thing that I'm so pleased. To well, be. we are running out of time, are um, we? Yes. So, how <laughs> can we stay in touch with you? How can listeners follow you? What's your website? Well, it is very you know, simple. It's Lacey J. Dalton. That's L-A-C-Y. There's no E in Lacey. And just a simple letter J. And then D-A-L-T-O-N dot org. Okay. And I'm going to do, I'm going to have one more quote from Willie Nelson. Memories remind us that every moment of our lives, even the most tragic, have con contributed to our strength. We've gotten through. We're still here. And that Again, no, and we can ask Kristen, I, I tell you every show I, I research who's on and I research a theme and I look up quotes and I just go with what my gut says and I put them down and it always is what needs to be. And I don't even know. I mean, we didn't plan out this interview and it was perfect. So I want to thank you, Lacey J from the bottom of my heart and Kristen, I want to thank you for joining us and just for being here and together we're one heart that is my theme <laughs> i'm so and happy to be here it's about you. time to have city talk with christian and lacey j dalton my <laughs> all friend. Right.
This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners.